0: you know what we're gonna just begin it yeah the the beginning of it and it's fine yeah that was like the 87th clack yeah yeah for those of you just tuning in (laughs) (laughs) which is everybody because i cut out all of this (laughs) there you go usually i cut out me walking in the goddamn chair and everything but we had so many fucking clacks i had plenty of time to get here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is just clicking and clacking all over the place. That's right, goddammit. I don't know why I just started checking my phone. Like, let me just go on TikTok while I'm we're just recording. Gonna scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I need a doom scroll. God damn! How you doing? Oh, I'm fucking great. How are you? Pff, living the dream. Uh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna say yes. You're but... not convincing me. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. There's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. And then we're camping this weekend. We sure are. Well, that's actually my goddamn, then. Is it? <laughs> yeah, is that we're going fucking camping! <laughs> woo woo! And I'm super excited about it. However, I am not at all prepared for it. And... Me either. It's it's kind of hitting because we have to record two. This right. is the night before we're Naturally. going camping. Yeah. So we have to record two tonight. So I won't get home until like 1130. Million, Million o'clock. Yeah. Midnight-ish. And then I have to pack. Mm-hmm. And that's all. <laughs> it's just, it's Actually, yeah. Suck. What is, not that everybody else here cares, but are you working tomorrow? No. Oh, nice. Bring yeah. You have the day off. Okay. Yeah. But I did make the mistake of telling them I would be in town. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. I did also say that I was gonna try not to be sober though, so so they know, they so know. I was like, I'll answer, but it might not be right. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna want that answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? That's my goddamn too. Is that we're camping, but mine's kind of different. Uh oh. So I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't packed mm-hmm. at all. I started to put shit in the RV, like, like the non-perishables or whatever. Yeah. Started putting some of that in, and then it got to be way too much because my little man's home for fucking a million years right now. And so he just is so precious. (laughs) So precious, like close to my close. being he's like yeah. inside of my skin 100% of the time so it's, I, I originally doing, thought he was a tumor but <laughs> yeah, yeah or a parasite or something he kept growing you know what he started doing somebody let me know if this is normal because this actually should probably be my goddamn. Okay. is that my little son uh-huh. who has always been obsessed with me mm-hmm. like since day one which you better fucking believe I love and adore mm-hmm. but, and also who isn't you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, get it yeah uh, <laughs> no all of a sudden he wants to smell my armpits what? All the fucking time. Like, he'll be like, can I smell your armpits? And then he smells them and he goes, mm, stinky armpits. What? Is I it know. a joke? And I'm like, what the fuck? It started, I think it started off as a joke because he thought it was really funny. I was like, no way. What? Whatever. Yeah. I made now I literally will shove my armpit in his face and be like, yeah, go. Just
1: smell get out of here. And then he'll be
0: like, oh, get what you need to get. It <laughs> smells too clean. Oh. I know. What? And then when it stinks, he loves it. And I smell it. Just to make sure, because I don't want like, to smell is a lot it bad. bad? Like, is it really bad? No, it always just smells like the end of the day deodorant. You yeah, know? yeah, a little That's oniony. His fucking jam. And Lee was like, I want a little oniony. <laughs> and Lee was like, I wonder if it's like a pheromone thing or something. And I'm like, fucking maybe. Or he just thinks it's funny. But the kid, and we're at like T ball and shit. Not T ball. He's at baseball, brothers' baseball practice. And he's shoving his nose in my goddamn armpits. I'm like, fuck, not out in the public. Not in the world where they could see us be weird together. <laughs> uh, that's real weird, yeah. I'm sure you'll catch it this weekend when we're camping because I'm going to be nice and stinky. Yeah. He's gonna love yeah, it. Yeah, he's she hasn't in days. Let me smell She's that. She's going to get in there. <laughs> just rub it on your upper lip so you can smell it all day. Oh my God, he's fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's pretty he gross. gross. That's pretty gross. He loves it though. He thinks it's so funny. I think he thinks it's just funny. It's got to be. I don't know, man, because it gets distinctive. Like, ah, yeah, those are some good BO armpits. Oh, gosh. I'll say that sometimes. Some good (laughs) BO armpits. (laughs) I dropped so much shit just now. Sorry about that. It (laughs) It was like a pill bottle and shit. (laughs) Those are my drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, but I'm not prepared for camping. So that's the part of my goddamn that relates Mm -mm. to camping is Mm -hmm. that tomorrow morning with my little. Fucking four-and-a-half-year-old at home, I will be loading up the entire RV. I'm pretty sure Lee's trying to help right now, but we keep yelling at him to be quiet, so (laughs) I don't think he'll be able to get that far. Knock it the fuck off. So I'm going to be exhausted. And then, and then, the kids get out at, like, two-something, and we're allowed to go to our spot at one. And so I don't want to wait for Lee to get home because he won't get home till fucking five thirty or some shit and that's the whole goddamn day in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's how math works for me. Yeah. And so I'm thinking It's almost dark. I know. It, it might be, be dark. dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I'm thinking that when my oldest gets out of school at two something I'll just pick them up and then I'll drive the RV to the site so that we can enjoy a couple hours before. I like that. I'm all for it, but I'm a little nervous to have to drive my kids in the RV with nobody watching them. No parental supervision back then. Well, I'm there. driving and if they get up or something, I have to remember, like, I'm driving the RV. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> you be can't like just pop up and yeah. run to the back real quick? Yeah, <laughs> Like, what if the fridge door opens? There's not another adult in the RV to help. Yeah. But I feel like my oldest could jump up and do it. He'll be a fucking calamity getting there and probably make it worse, but he'll try. He's going to want to help, though, is <laughs> yeah. the problem. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. like, uh, actually, Mom, the DVDs aren't alphabetical. Yeah. I'll fix it. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or he'll be like, let me just check on the fridge and open it and everything pour out while we're driving. Yeah. And in the middle of me saying, don't open the fridge. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, but the good news is we have, like, literally five... I think it's a three-minute travel from my doorstep to where we're camping. Like, it's not even five minutes. So, I'll be fine. Yeah, you could just make them lay down in the back and they'd be fine. But But I have some anxiety about it, you know? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. just a logistical person. I like to know how everything's going to go and if I've done it before and all that. Have them all be strapped in and stuff. Right, and I haven't done this yet. I actually have to drop the dogs off tomorrow in -hmm. the morning. And... I've never done it alone. See, you're in the same boat of like I know this is going to be fine, but it's like going to be fine. I don't want to. But they're both fucking 100-pound dogs. Yeah, <laughs> so they are. I'm like uh, together. Should I do them one at a time? Girl, I fucking, like, I do them together, and I just lock them, and I run in all crazy, and then I'm like, here you go. That's probably what it's going to be for me, too. But then if there's another dog around or something, like, that's that'll be a problem. Oh, that's true. And by me? When I do it, what I meant by that is I have never once dropped them off. Anywhere. You mean like... you literally do it. <laughs> no, it's like when I walk them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's well, a fucking calamity. When and then... I fucking walk them is when I'm gathering Hank back from yeah. having escaped. You're not trying to actively walk. Yeah. yeah. And then... But every time there's another dog, I'm like, Fuck. Yeah. When you have two big ass dogs pulling on you. Yeah. And like yanking you around. And, and one is really good and the other one's a goddamn disaster. Well, both of mine are a goddamn disaster. Mm. And if there's another dog around, they're going to be barking aggressively mm. at it. Oh, and when they launch too. And that first yeah. launch catches catches you off guard. Oh, God. I'm going to fucking face plant. Yeah. <laughs> I had one lady tell me. And they don't attack other dogs or no, anything. I don't think that I they would, would. But also, I don't want to deal with that. So I don't give them the opportunity. You know? I love it. Yeah. Well, I try to, but we were up on a walk one day, like up on the hill or whatever, and this lady came by with a little dog, and Carl started freaking the fuck out, and I was holding Carl because he's generally the easier one, but he's also the bigger one. eat a little dog. Yeah, and so he started freaking the fuck out on this dog, like, I'll fuck you up. It's like a Yorkie or some shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Poor Toto. And the, the lady goes, that dog is not friendly. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my God. Thank you for your fucking astounding observational skills here. What did, the fuck? Can you keep walking? His owner s- is also not real friendly. Can you <laughs> move along? What did the you fuck? Did say anything? Or no. Or was you just I went with, no, stiff. he's not. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. I, I don't know if he I is. I usually he do like, uh, <laughs> like a... Oh, they're friendly, but carry on. You know, like, don't pet them. (laughs) Mm, I never say they're friendly. I'm like, he's probably coming for you. He's going to eat you. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. mine are like teenage boys that look like they're about to piss themselves. And I'm like holding the dogs back. Like, I mean, they're not going to kill you, but you should move. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Anyway. do you want to hear about murder? I sure do. Oh, good. Because have I got a case for you? (laughs) Have you? Oh, yeah. You ready to speculate wildly about Never been more ready for anything in my Everything life. we don't actually have any actual information for. Uh-oh, no <laughs> actual information. Well, because it's me researching, you know? <laughs> it's also me. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Because it's our podcast, you know? I kind of got it. Yeah, this, as we said, it should have been called The Gist. Yeah. <laughs> Hard and fast. <laughs> Not soft, soft and, and loose. slow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Do uh-huh. you want to hear my case today? I sure do. It's about Sheila Davalu. Davalu. All right. Now, Sheila Davalu is an Iranian American woman who was born on May 11th, 1969, in Iran. Okay. When she was young, her family immigrated to the United States. There's not much that's known about her childhood, but she was a very driven woman. And in her college years, she earned herself a biochemistry degree. 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 Biochemistry. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. Did you like that? I did. She married her first husband, Farid Mousavi. Mm Mm-hmm. Killed it. (laughs) However, that marriage didn't last long because, as it turns out, Sheila had an affair. (gasps) Can't do that. She can't do that. She had an affair with a fellow grad student that she was attending college with. And that was a man by the name of Paul Christos. Okay. What's Paul got going on? I'm going to tell you all about Paul. So it doesn't seem that Sheila was that tore up over the divorce, though, or anything, because she ends up marrying Paul. Oh, okay. I don't know the timeline of everything, but she's sneaking and geeking. She meets Paul, whatever. They, Her and her first husband get a divorce, and then her and Paul get married. Gotcha. And he becomes her second husband. Gotcha. By 2003, the couple were living in a condo in Pleasantville, New York, and Sheila was working as a pharmaceutical researcher at Purdue Pharma ooh, in Stamford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. By the way, I Googled because I was like, she lives in fucking New York and works in Connecticut, <laughs> which I realize everybody fucking does up in those, like, states that Little are all pushed together. Little nothing fucking states. Yeah. They're not yeah. nothing states, but they're tiny states. They're so tiny and they're so much together and everybody just gets around so easily. Like, yeah. just hop state lines like nothing. Yeah. Here it's, like, drive literally driving to, like, Escondido. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, it literally was a 30-minute drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, just so we're all aware. On March 23rd, 2003, Sheila and Paul were partaking in a sex game. This not spicy really quick. A sex game? A sex game. A sex game. Like, what kind of game? Oh, I'll tell you the kind of game. Were there other players? But I feel like such a, like, prude being, like, it was a sexual game. <laughs> Were there other players? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was just
0: her and Paul. What kind of game is it? I know, it Like right? Risk or like Twister, you know? What are we talking risk? Uh It was more like Risk because <laughs> Paul was blindfolded and then he was handcuffed to a chair. Okay. And Sheila was, as the article described, touching him with objects. Which... Cracks me up to think it was like a sex game. Like, One's guess this one—that's a cucumber, bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> an asparagus stock. <laughs> I mean, she's in the kitchen, right? Did you say if they were it's in the just kitchen? Like a spoon on the cheek. Did like- I just imagine they're in yeah, the kitchen? I think so. You didn't? Damn make- it. I don't know if they were in the kitchen. I have no idea where they were. Huh. Why? I don't know why. I pictured like. Literally, I pictured your high school trailer Oh no! in that kitchen just playing sex games. Really? <laughs> yeah, like with the window, like the door to outside right yeah, there. the sliding glass door yeah. window. Yeah. And you're just sitting there with a cucumber rubbing it ever so <laughs> gently against your ear. Tickling them with an asparagus stock. <laughs> it's an asparagus. I like my idea of just the spoon, you know, just like touching them with it. Like, yeah. Can you guess it? And i like, can you move it? Can, can you slide it a little? Okay, so uh, they're playing a sex game, Paul's handcuffed yeah. to a chair, and mm-hmm. Sheila's touching him with shit. Now, is he handcuffed Seductively to the chair? Or handcuffed sitting in a chair? I think he's handcuffed to the chair. Okay. Like, he cannot get away. Okay. Otherwise, he would get away. Uh-oh. Because what happens next is while they're playing the game, Sheila's like, what's this? And then fucking stabs him with a paring knife. Jesus Christ. Where? I don't know if she said, what's this? Um, what's in this? The <laughs> in the chest. In the chest. this shit. Yeah, yeah what? can you guess this fucking object? Shank <gasps> in the chest. Twice. Shank, shank. A paring knife? A paring knife. That's not long. They don't go that deep.
1: And and was she trying like, your good, to
0: kill him? That's your good paring knife to like peel potatoes and shit. You can never use that again. I have a special knife that I use. I'm going to get you a potato peeler. <laughs> that's I all I heard from this fucking Potato peeler. I will never use it. All right. I will unhinge my thumb to peel a potato. That's fair. <laughs> this is makes a good potato. <laughs> well, no. Ain't nobody need a goddamn vegetable peeler in this house. I got a paring knife. Uh, I anyway. can't imagine stabbing someone in the chest, first of all, because especially if you're looking at a person who is blindfolded, you have a lot of options, right? You got a lot of real estate to work with. Where are you stabbing? The chest. It's so And you started hard. the game knowing what you were going to do. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, like, you have to pretend to be seductive with your asparagus stock. Knowing that you're nervous because you're about to stab somebody in the chest with a paring knife, would you be nervous in the kitchen? I guess. Like I don't know. Performance if it was in the anxiety. Would you be nervous? I'd be nervous if I was about to kill somebody. I feel like if you're at that point though, you're like done, ready. Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially I mean, it'd be if weirder
0: like... if she wasn't nervous if she was like all turned on and then she was just like, "Ha ha!" That came, came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I thought you liked that kind of thing. <laughs> I thought we were all on the same page. Yeah. Uh. I don't think it was i don't know maybe it was getting into like cutting or some shit you know how like people yeah but have you fetishes? generally don't stab but it is a paring knife it's, it's short shorter. like you know you're not gonna die like he didn't or right? will you will he oh i'll tell you, you i guess you could perforate um, along with it you could do some damage uh so she stabs him twice and then she doesn't call nine one one. obviously like yeah. she just lets him sit there and suffer was he like excuse me I don't know. There wasn't any really good. I mean, maybe I didn't dig far enough, but I didn't find anything that like explained like what the fuck was going on. Where did she stab him? Like other than the chest, or like how yeah. did this all go down? What was he doing? Was he just sitting there? Was he pleading? I have no idea. Also, I'm gonna say if I was blindfolded and handcuffed to a chair with like, a boner, a, he probably had a boner. He probably had a boner. Sorry, Paul. A a kitchen chair is what I'm. Guessing, right? Like a dining room chair. She her kitchen chair. She broke your throne and she cut your hair. (laughs) From your lips she drew the hallelujah. I'm picturing a kitchen chair because they have all the, like, you know, whatever sections that you could attach a handcuff to. Right, the railings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But even... Spindles. So... Yeah. Uh and you're handcuffed and you're all fucking excited and whatever, it's sexy and stuff. So I feel sexy. like you could still like stand up from that and the chair would just like flick back. And you just walk you, with that chair. Yeah, and you'd be like that's you moving that we I feel the like blindfold just, off. I feel like you're just getting <laughs> the hair out of your eyes with your shoulder. That's what I'm doing. But you'd get the blindfold off. Okay. Okay. And then you'd be like, Sheila. <laughs> Ma'am, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you just stab me? You just stabbed me in the chest. Jesus like, Christ! Hands are still back there, but like yeah. he, I would no longer but you're be standing. Sitting, yeah, you know? you're standing. Maybe like I would stand up immediately. Maybe she handcuffed his hands to like the bottom part of the chair, so like he didn't have that kind of range of motion, and he couldn't stand up because they were like under him. I don't know. I guess you're. I feel to like go I'd back. still be like right. Sheila! <laughs> <laughs> just walking around with the fucking chair. Just sold it, then. I don't know the logistics, but he could not. Okay. He was not able to. That is unfortunate. And she was not calling 911. She was just hanging out there. That's not nice. And it sounded like she was, like, torturing him in a way, like, making it sound like yeah, she was... sounds like it. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, but further, because it sounded like she was, like, making it sound like she was calling 911 or faking the <gasps> call 911, but she wasn't actually really calling 911. I don't know. How fucked up is that? That's so psychological torture. I know. That's what I am trying to say. Say, oh god, <laughs> okay. She doesn't call 911 or anything, but eventually, I don't know if Paul or what happened, she eventually agrees to take him to the hospital. So she loads him up, takes him to the hospital while they're there. I swear, I'll never put another wet towel on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you just call 911? Please, whatever you need from me. <laughs> While they're there at the hospital, I don't know if they're in the parking lot or in the actual hospital. I would like to imagine they're in the parking lot or something. Homegirl stabs him again. What? Again. So she drove him to the hospital. Yeah. She didn't, like. She didn't call 911. She took him. It's expensive. I get it. Um, Um, Right? But. Again? Again. And so I don't... She had to unhandcuff him, right? I don't know. Uh, She had to Bring the chair. Like, how else? She had to have. And And then you can sit in the back. Go inside and tell him you fell. (laughs) Right? Like, there had to have been something. I don't know any of that. I just know that she stabs him. He goes to the hospital. He does end up living. Okay? Oh, my God. So he lives. Jesus Christ. And he's like, bitch, stab me. What the fuck? Thrice. (laughs) Thrice. Thrice on a (laughs) fortnight. We don't know what happens at the hospital, but she does get arrested the following day. Like it's obvious. The following, the following day. He's day. like she's outside. They're like she's your emergency contact. <laughs> Honestly, we have to make sure that you're going to live first. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. do you even charge her with? Yeah, sex, games, crimes. Yeah. What did you want to be stabbed in the chest, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Look what you're wearing. <laughs> Nothing, just a boner and a smile. Just God damn it, poor Paul. Man, never fully dressed with that. Oh, uh, I bet he's not playing that fucking game ever again. Yeah, there's no way. Could he- you imagine? He's like lightning doesn't strike twice. <laughs> His new wife? Oh like, my god. Let's try something sexy, a blindfold. Do He's like, know? I'll stab you, bitch. Do you know, like she's like, That's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> like, Dang it. Do you know how many times I would suggest that if I knew that my partner was had been stabbed previously by their ex? <laughs> every night. I'd be like, every time they thought I was gonna do something angry or something, I'd be like, What did you think I was gonna stab you? <laughs> what, 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 is that just a normal reaction? Yeah. Oh, well, I thought you meant think I was like, gonna you to a chair and then stab you in the chest thrice on Fortnite. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, every time they asked for sex, be like, okay, let me get the blindfold. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would do that shit all the time because I am not a healthy, kind person. So there was no denying that she was the one who was doing the sabin. And so the following day, she gets charged with attempted murder, assault, and criminal possession of a weapon. Which Because it couldn't be in the car? See, here's the part that I don't know in a criminal possession does of it a become, paring knife? Yeah! Like, when does a paring knife become a criminal possession? If well, you stab somebody, I'm sure. It is a fixed blade knife. Yeah. And I believe that they can only be X amount long. Okay. You know? Where are they? New York? Yeah. In, like, the 2003s. I actually don't think they have any laws about it. Like, I'm pretty sure you can do Honestly. whatever the fuck you want in yeah. New York. I think it's just California that's, like, in, like, Washington or something. I don't shit. know. I don't know the knife laws. But anyway, she— I don't know the knife laws. She was criminally possessing that paring knife. And it just said a weapon. So I'm mm-hmm. just speculating. Unless they arrested her and she had a fucking gun on her or some shit. Hmm. And that wasn't her gun. And they were like, what are you, a criminal possessing this thing? out of here. Well, she is now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're I know, like, but she's like a I was criminal. It, I wasn't a criminal when I was possessing it. You made me a criminal now. Maybe you have to have, like, a potato if you're going to have a paring knife, you know? Like, you got to carry both. Like, Could if you you're going to carry a baseball bat, you also have to carry a glove and yeah. a ball or whatever. Yeah. It's like the same thing. They're like, you have like, a paring I knife. You have to be eating an apple with that. Do you have a potato nearby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um, something to slice, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, yep, this fucking sling a baloney. Yeah. Just carving it out on the front porch. Yeah. So she's she gets charged. She charged, right? Criminal parer. Yeah. Criminal possession of a weapon and attempted murder and assault. hmm As the police start to investigate the motive behind Sheila stabbing, because they're like, well, what the fuck? Why'd you stab Paul? That was kind of crazy. Like, you guys were just getting into it. And then yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. Chickang, I thought it was consensual. Yeah. Well, they uncovered that it turns out that Sheila was having an affair on Paul. You know, mm-hmm. Cheater's going to cheat. Cheat, 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 <laughs> cheat. Yeah. I know. Tea. Tay. I was a little delayed Tay-Tay, but mm-hmm. I know Tay-Tay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as Taylor Swift once said, from the wise words of our Lord and Savior Taylor Swift, cheater's going to cheat, 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 mm-hmm. cheat. And a hater's going to hate, 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 hate. Mm-hmm. Also, player's going to play, 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 play. I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. So, now that we got that established. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so she was having an affair on Paul. With a fellow co worker at Purdue Pharma. Mm-hmm. And that was a man by the name of Nelson Sessler. Okay. And, and is he like, well, thank God this one's out of the way. I'm going to take my shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, f- I think Nelson was like, whoa. That whoa, was a lot. That was escalated real quick. Why did she stab him though? Just because you're having an affair. Mm. Like, are you going to, are you, gonna, come on. Mm. Also, so, it was the worst plan, it wasn't a very good one. A terrible plan. I mean, she got caught literally immediately. While it happened. It was still happening. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I don't know. He started dying. She re-offended and, like, stabbed him again. (laughs) Like that was your plan, wasn't it? God, I don't know. So phone records showed that after she had stabbed Paul while she was, like, refusing 911 Mm -hmm. or whatever to him, she called Nelson on the phone and invited him over to dinner that night. I was like, "Hey, man, do you want to come over and hang out?" I'm gonna be free in a couple hours. It, yeah, I just gotta get rid of this body real quick. Like, ignore the gurgling man on the background. Was he like yelling? Did he know? I don't know. No, I don't think so, she go in no, the no, bedroom. Nelson didn't know. No, Nelson didn't know. But Nelson did fucking know. Paul, Paul know? I don't know. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I don't think he did, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Also, a way to find out your wife is cheating. Yeah, after getting stabbed. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) like, in front of me. Yeah. This is the worst day ever. Worst day ever. Thought it was going to be the best. Yeah. Ended up being the worst. Started out strong. (laughs) Yeah. What a big old switcheroo that was. What's even more interesting about Nelson's name popping up in the investigation is that a few months prior to the attack on Paul... On November 8, 2002, a 32-year-old woman by the name of Annalisa Raimundo was found murdered in her Stamford, Connecticut home. Mm-hmm. She was found in the front entrance of her waterfront condo home, and it was clear that there had been a violent struggle. Oh, God. She had been bludgeoned over the head several times and stabbed in the face, neck, and chest nine times, and the deepest stab wound punctured her lung and, like, went to the back of it. <gasps> so it was a very aggressive attack. That's not a paring knife. That's no, much no, That knife. was like that one. No. That, That's that like a whole something. knife. Yeah, it did. It was a big ass knife. Well, I don't know if it was a big ass knife. I'm but assuming. it's bigger than a paring knife. Right. Her murder had been a chaotic and messy struggle. So there was like fucking evidence. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that Annalisa also worked at Purdue Pharma. Mm-hmm. And happened to be a romantic interest in Nelson's life. At the time of her murder. Now it, I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, what are you wondering, Erin? I'm wondering. Did she take on this extracurricular, knocking out the uh, people in the way, or is it? Did she somehow find someone with the same proclivities? Mm. You know. Listen on. Heed my warnings. All right. I I will tell you all. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So it turns out Nelson and Sheila had a bit of an affair in 2001. A year ago? A year prior to Anna's murder. Okay. Okay. And two years, well, like a year and some change or whatever, prior to Paul's stabbing. So oh, she, she was murdered like a year before Paul was dead? It was a couple months. Oh, okay. It was in November of the, 2002. the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's still, that's, that's, it's crazy. They yeah. were dating in 2001, mm-hmm. and, but she was having an affair. Like, yeah, they were married to Paul on the down low. And Bone and Nelson. Yeah. Nelson the whole time thought that she and Paul were separated. She He didn't know that they were still together. Oh. Yeah. So scandalous. So he doesn't know that he's part of an affair or love triangle or anything, Nelson. He's just dating this chick. Yeah. So they were dating in two thousand one, and then Nelson started to see Anna Lisa, -Lisa. Annalisa, Annalisa. It's his two names. I don't know if that's just her middle name or if they called her Annalisa. So I'm just Mm. calling her Annalisa because it's fun. It's easy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I did just write Anna here, and that's why I got confused. I thought you were just making it clear that there was a space, like Anna-Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did in a long-ass-winded way. <laughs> Anna-Lisa comes into the picture, and Nelson and Anna-Lisa start dating more seriously. And then Nelson says to Sheila, basically, like, hey, we're not a thing anymore. I'm more focused on Anna-Lisa. I don't know if he, like, sits her down and says it, but essentially she he's like, I'm with Anna-Lisa now. And Sheila gets pushed to the side. Kick rocks, ho. Kick rocks, ho. At the time—I mean, then, obviously, Annalisa goes—get—goes goes murdered. <laughs> goes well, and gets murdered. What does she do? <laughs> yeah, she's <Jesus laughs> Victim-blaming? God. Uh, no. She goes and answers her fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gets murdered. Uh, no. So with Nelson and Annalisa together, Sheila became extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. And at the time of the investigation into Annalisa's murder, but prior to Paul being stabbed— Mm-hmm. Sheila was actually a prime suspect in Anna's murder because, like, it kept coming up, like, oh, Sheila and Nelson had a fling or whatever, and Annalisa is going missing, and... Did she not explain any of this to Paul? Why are you a main suspect in oh my this investigation? God. I have no idea why Paul was not, like, if he was aware or not aware, because, okay, here's the thing. She never got arrested or anything for Annalisa's murder because they didn't have any physical evidence. They yeah. only had, like, the rumors that she was involved in an affair with Nelson, and she was a prime suspect because she had a motive, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't have any actual physical evidence in the crime scene. I guess there was, like, DNA or something that was recovered, but I don't know why it wasn't compared to her. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but at the time that Paul was stabbed a few months after Annalisa's murder. She still had not been apprehended or anything for Annalisa's murder. Okay. Now, to answer your question, did Sheila tell Paul about all of this? I don't know if he knew about the... I mean, he knew about the murder, but I don't know if he knew she was a suspect. But Sheila told Paul everything that was going on. But she told him as if there were three different people in a love triangle at her work. So she would come home talking the gossip about like, <gasps> the work love triangle But Paul had no idea that he was a person in that love triangle.
1: Oh, my God. So she would, like, give
0: them different names. I don't remember all the names she gave or whatever, but she had, like, a fake story. But then she was talking to him about Mm Annalisa, and he was asking about, like, what's going on with that girl's murder or whatever, But I don't think that he had tied together that she was a main suspect or anything. Oh, my God. How scary. I know. They hadn't apprehended her, right? The attempted murder of Paul only further proved the speculation that Sheila was trying to kill everyone in her way of her being with Nelson. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, when they go to trial, the first trial that they go to is for Paul's trial. Mm-hmm. So when they're going there, this is attempted murder. And they're bringing up the Annalisa stuff just as like a character kind of thing. Like, hey, look, she's a prime suspect in this. And it actually fits her motive pretty well for what she did to Paul here. But it's not to convict her or, or like we're not trying to convince anybody of murder here. We're just trying to convince you that she did have... stab Paul. Yeah. And look, here's a pretty good motive. Right. Yeah. Of course, her defense argued that she had nothing to do with Anna's murder and that she was emotionally troubled and she never meant to actually hurt her husband. I don't know what her fucking reason was for stabbing him, but she's just like, no, 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 you guys get it all wrong. I was just in the heat of the moment. You just don't understand me. It was just passion exactly. coming through my knife. She's coming through my knife three times. had a comment. So February 19th, 2004, Sheila gets convicted of attempted murder of Paul in a non-jury trial, and she's given 25 years. Okay. It wasn't until 2012 that Sheila gets brought to trial for the murder of Annalisa finally. Wow. I know. So it's like 10 years after her murder or something. She finally goes to trial. Oh, my gosh. This time, Sheila opted for a jury trial. However, she also opted to represent herself. Ooh, fun. Oh, Those fun. Those are the best. During her trial, she brought Paul up for questioning on the witness stand. Why? I don't fucking know. I mean, she who like, <laughs> hasn't wanted to? You know? like <laughs> You're know, under right? oath, motherfucker. Yeah. Did you or did you not She did, leave your socks on the floor? <laughs> she did make him try to answer, like... Did he love her or something, or did he find the sex game enjoyable before she stabbed or something? And well, he, yeah, I mean, he sure. explained that it felt more like he was just appeasing her or something like that, but not that he was like actually that in turned on by it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds kind of like maybe he knew their relationship was kind of on the outs or something. Yeah, but like he didn't know. That that he was gonna stab her that um, she that he was part of a love triangle. Yeah, I think that he too. just thought she was cheating, and maybe like, oh, she wants to spice it up. Maybe this is what she's into, right? And I'm like, is okay, right? let's try this or whatever. Anyway, so she questions. But him. also, I would say that too. You know, yeah, I know like, right? yeah, I thought it fucking sucked. I was just doing it for you. You yeah. know, even if I'm under oath, like, what? <laughs> Who's gonna know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Okay, big guy. Yeah. Right, the man upstairs. Yeah. He knows if I had a boner or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, it was like, <laughs> who do I put my hand on the Bible to, you know? I don't, I don't know. believe in it's anything. It's your word, motherfucker. And you have yeah. to care about that. But then at that point, they're just being like, you promise? I know. Well, okay, you know, I that's promise. That's why it's my favorite. Yeah. It's that's why dumb. I'm saying it's your word. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can literally do I don't – and we all just pretend that that doesn't happen. We're all just like, no, you have to tell the truth. Do you know what perjury is? Well, but he was under oath, so – I mean, you're aware what perjury is. That's what everybody says after that, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Is it when, is it when, is it that I'm lying? No, when you lie? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, uh, whatever. Blah. Did you like it? Uh," And then asked him to like show his scars on his chest from the stabbing. I feel like she just wanted to see him. Right. And then allegedly she gets kind of emotional and starts to cry and they had to like break for recess. Because she should not be allowed. Like, I don't know why this was allowed. Yeah. That she was questioning him and all this stuff. Like, that feels like... Traumatizing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be protecting that man? Or maybe he was just like, I don't fucking care. Let her question me. Let's see this goddamn circus. I don't know. But but could you imagine if a dude stabbed a chick... And then, and then she th- went up there, and he's yeah. like, let me see your scars, but yeah, did you like Yeah, lift it? up your shirt. Yeah. This is, like, harassment. Exactly. Yeah. And they let it fucking happen, and she Yeah, I would have objected from the fucking witness stand. Yeah. Like, uh, objection. <laughs> I don't want to show uh, her my nipples again. She doesn't get to see those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sustained. <laughs> I mean, you just got to phrase it the right way, and they'd be like, yeah, she doesn't get to see those. Overruled. <laughs> now, nah, let's, let's see, see those- them. Pop that top off, baby. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh my god okay so later when they had to like come back from recess or whatever i guess she like laughed off her tears i don't know if somebody asked her if like she was questioned or if she was just like ignore my emotions earlier and then she said something like i seem to have the john boner affliction boner affliction or something it's probably boner (laughs) oh it's gotta be boner it's spelled (laughs) like boner (laughs) but like with an h you know oh yeah it's Bon hair, yeah, exactly. Um, but we all know it's boner, mm-hmm. and I had to like, Google who the fuck that was because I was like, "Who? The why is that an affliction?" And it turns out that that's just a U.S. politician, aka he used to be the House of Representatives Speaker or some shit like that, Speaker mm-hmm. of the House of Representatives, whatever that title is. Where I guess we all were like, "That man can talk for all of us. Mm-hmm. We vote him in to go vote for other shit." Yeah, he represents me. I don't fucking. But know. what what about him? I'm gonna tell you. Oh, okay. I guess, I guess this guy occasionally gets emotional <laughs> and cries on the stand. And she's like, you know, I got that. I don't know. I guess that's what he's known for, being a crybaby. Sorry if that's not right. I literally had to, like, do a quick Google. Being and a crybaby. Like, it popped up, like, the fucking American politician representative, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who the fuck is this motherfucker with the last name Boner? And then I was like, everybody's going to know who this is. And I'm going to sound like an idiot, so I'm really glad you don't know who this is. I have is. no idea who this is. I don't pay any attention to politics, Oh, fuck so. me either. Okay, so... She just had an emotional moment, right? I yeah. Guess, this little boner dude. Yeah. She's just being a crybaby boner. Right. Anyway, so during the trial, the prosecution brings up that there was Sheila's DNA evidence in Anna's home and within the crime scene. <gasps> really? Yeah. I guess later, now that it's fucking 10 years later and they're going to trial for this, they actually have DNA evidence. They and had the, DNA then, too, didn't they? I don't know. Like, like, yeah, early 2000s. You could just fucking test that shit. But no. I guess she probably wasn't in the system. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe they didn't have her DNA yet and they didn't have enough to fucking collect it. I don't know because I feel like you have enough to collect it. Again, I'm not really quite sure what was going on. It was only a couple months into the investigation, but I feel like it was pretty easy to solve. Yeah, You know, for Lisa's murder. You got, like, a whole ass motive. Right, right. But this is hindsight. Okay, so they find her blood on the bathroom sink handle as if she was, like, washing herself up after the murder. hmm and also, after she killed Annalisa, Sheila called 911 from a local fast food restaurant to lure the police to her home to find Annalisa. Mm-hmm. And so they had her voice recorded on the call. <laughs> and they played all of this in trial. Oh, my God. And, and she's on, like, no, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, nah, I mean, people say that everybody sounds alike. Like, she compared Frank Sinatra and somebody else. Like, they she they sound alike, but, like, it could be anybody. Her fucking representing herself was not a great idea. Yeah. So on the call, she says, like on the 911 call, she says that she witnessed Annalisa being attacked by a man in Annalisa's complex. So I don't know if she was saying that she saw it happening inside of the apartment because that's where she was found or her Mm -hmm. condo or whatever you want to call it. Or if she was like, I just saw her being attacked. You might want to go check on her. (laughs) I know. I saw some shit. I didn't have time to stay, right? But they did go check on her, and they found her immediately. Like she had freshly been murdered. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god! It's so this lady, the Sheila chick. How was she the prime suspect? And they were like, "We have this nine one one call. It matches her fucking voice." I don't know. I have so many questions. Or if they were just dragging their feet, like there wasn't a big push to solve it. They didn't ask for her DNA if they had DNA, and they were maybe they hadn't processed the DNA yet so they didn't know yet i don't know how long this fucking takes to go through every little droplet you know maybe it takes time yeah i'm sure it does but like uh they gotta clear out the space too so it can only take a couple of weeks i don't know man (laughs) you'd think that there'd be a little more like not swiftness because old paul could have gotten not stabbed yeah he could have less holes in his body right so voice recognition experts use some sort of software or some shit. And they said that that was for sure Sheila who made the call. Hmm. Sheila took the stand and argued that voice recognition software is only like 68% reliable or some shit like that. I don't know where she got that number from. I don't know fucking anything about voice recognition. But the jury themselves said that they didn't really feel that they could believe her. No, they couldn't believe the like voice recognition software Mm. or whatever. Like they, I don't know if they just didn't do a good job at explaining if it was reliable or not, but the jury was kind of iffy on that. But then one of the jurors said that they literally all just used their own ears, and they were like, for sure, that's her. Yeah, that's what I would think. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't... a Even that big of a deal <laughs> says that it's the same. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah like I guess it wasn't just, that big. Okay. I just know it is the way that it is because of the way that it is. Right. That I I have those ears. Yeah, and I can hear that it's her. <laughs> <laughs> she also argued that the sink handle with her DNA on it was the only thing with her blood on it, and that if she had murdered Annalisa, it was such a struggle. Struggle. Her blood would have been all over the house, and that she Not speculates. I know she speculates that. The blood was put on that handle after it had been collected from the crime scene. I mean, I'm paraphrasing a bunch, but basically she doesn't really say those words. She's like, it showed up after or it only showed up after fucking data was collected or the evidence had been brought in or some shit like that but i mean Mm. like that's how dna works you can't like process it on the scene so i don't really you didn't even know it was me until you figured out it was me right exactly so like i don't know if she's trying to speculate that somebody's framing her or some dumb shit but whatever maybe like it wasn't there in the original stuff yeah, but she legit never once tried to claim that she wasn't at the crime scene or produce an alibi or anything. Well, she's under oath, <laughs> so <laughs> you can't lie. You can't lie. No way. And she then also avoided the question. Yeah, she's like, Aah. skirt by that one. <laughs> Also, her company, the fucking Purdue pharma, Pharmaceutical, Pharma, whatever, mm-hmm. they confirmed that on the day of Annalisa's murder that Sheila clocked out for two hours and then clocked back in. And her office building was in the same town that Annalisa lived in. So, homie, she fucking killed her. Like, there's yeah. no question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, obvious what had happened here. Oh my god, so... Do you clock out for it? I just kind of go missing for a long lunch, bro. I'm saying this girl is terrible at this. She literally stabbed Paul twice, brought him to the hospital, and stabbed him again. Like, well, let's come up with a game plan here. You're kind of all over the place, my friend. Well, and calling the police immediately after murdering someone. Like, what did you think? She was just never going to be found? Yeah, like, like, well, let they should have it naturally. Keep your name out out their yeah, mouths or whatever. Yeah. You know? like just let it go. I mean, I'm I, glad she didn't, but still, I'm just like, hmm. it's like she knows what's right. Yeah, like, uh oh, someone gets murdered, you have to call the cops, or if someone gets stabbed, you have to take them to the hospital. Yeah, but then she's like, oh fuck, but that's not that's not what I was trying to do here. Uh, I don't know, stab him again. Like, yeah, I don't know. What but the then fuck? the whole time through all these trials, she doesn't show any remorse or anything. So like, I she don't... wanted to see the scars. Uh, Right? Like, I don't think that she has that mental capacity to be like, oh, fuck. I'm not supposed to do that, though. Oh, my God. I'm I'm and to say, like, I didn't try to kill him. Like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You're stabbing a person. But she claims it's her mental health which I don't know what her mental health was at. Okay. But I mean, anybody can I wish it that. was like a battery. Like it was at 90%. I know, you know? right? Like, like you put a mental health meter on them yeah. and like, oh, no, this one's bad. Yeah. You got to go recharge my friend. <laughs> you're only at 20%. You can't be in society right now. We can't have you out and about. You're gonna like are going to people. What if you die? Yeah. <laughs> like 30 and up is the only acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll allow it. Yeah. Paul and Nelson both took the stand in Annalisa's murder trial and they painted a picture where Sheila was basically obsessed with Nelson and even proceeded to send him love letters after her arrest for stabbing Paul. I guess he started she started sending Nelson love letters and they explained that she rekindled her affair with Nelson after Annalisa's death. (gasps) <gasps> and she was there to console nelson after annalisa died so like nelson was infatuated with annalisa or was not, i don't know about infatuated but they were together uh, yeah right? they were a couple and then he's grieving and then she helped him through the grieving process and she's the one who fucking killed her that's ins- that's so creepy, that is creepy. <sighs> do you think paul and nelson are friends Oh, my God. They got to be at that They're point. They're, like, like, Eskimo brothers to the y- max. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like, my we God. We both fucking narrowly dodged we that one, both you know? dipped our shit in nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and that f- dipped our shit in nuts. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the first husband, too. I don't remember his name, but uh, I would have been... Uh, Fareed. Yeah. I yeah. would have been in the fucking... The trial place. Yeah. I would have been in the fucking courtroom every day. Oh, like, yeah. Let's like, see just, how this plays yeah. as a bystander yeah. watching. It. Oh, be yeah. Front row. Sure. I want to be a front stander. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on the bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So Nelson and Sheila start to date again after Annalisa's murder. So Sheila gets what she wants out of mm-hmm. the murder. She would tell Paul that he had to leave their home for the weekend for Sheila's mentally ill brother to come visit. So Sheila would tell Paul that her mentally ill brother could not know that she's married. I don't know why. I have no idea why. He'll lose his fucking (laughs) shit. He's going to fucking tear this goddamn apartment apart. If he finds out I'm fucking married, I don't know. But he would come visit pretty often, and when he did, Paul would have to leave the house, and Sheila would, like, erase any kind of, like, information that showed that he lived there. Like, any wedding pictures or any pictures of him or any shoes or socks or clothes or whatever. She would, like, clean the goddamn condo so that it didn't look like a man lived there. Could you imagine yeah. the fucking confidence— Work. The work it would take to do that and audacity. Oh my god! To be like, I'm gonna clean the apartment and pretend that you don't live here while you're here because right. I'm gonna cheat on you. Oh yeah, I know. But she was telling him, my mentally ill brother can't know this. Yeah, yeah, 100% but like to cheat on. But and then she would call Nelson up and be like, Hey, let's hook up over the weekend, and he'd hang out all weekend long, not knowing that her and Paul were still to fucking married. I almost still said together. to fucking married, <laughs> still to fucking married. That's crazy. Not well, even together. was Paul so married? Was Paul Iranian? I have no idea. I have no idea what Paul was. Would it matter? Well, maybe if, like, she was super religious or something, and then oh. her brother, like, in her story, you know, know? Like, I the know. brother, oh, oh, you didn't marry into the religion, so then you're... That might make sense. Like, not whatever right, right. he's not worthy for you or whatever it, it is makes a lot more sense than i was just like that's a weird fucking story <laughs> it's a weird relationship with your brother <laughs> <laughs> even if he is mentally ill i'd be like all right bro yeah now i could see it being like a you know that makes sense like maybe he hadn't met the family and stuff because yeah. she's like they're gonna hate you because you're yeah. white or yeah. whatever yeah i don't really know could be i imagine nelson and paul are both pretty white but i'm just guessing <laughs> The sound. Yeah. I should have Googled everybody. I can't believe I haven't looked up any pictures in this case. Oh, man. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Okay, so she would wipe the house of any sign of Paul, invite Nelson over, and then they would get down. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's so fucked up. Oh, I'm God. just imagining, like, when Paul gets home, you know, from that weekend, he, and it smells different because someone else has been in your house. Oh, my God. And that's just the smell of his dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wafting that thing around here? Yeah, I don't know. And he's like, he th- owns this goddamn place. There's another dick that lives here. <laughs> God damn it. My dick owns this place. I don't know. I need mean, like, my dick air out here. You would just think that it's like, ah, it was your brother. But it wasn't. Oh, that was Nelson's dick air. It's that wet spot on the couch. No! You know? Like, I don't know. Her brother spilled something. <laughs> Winky dinky. That's gross. <laughs> That's so gross. So like, poor Paul, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Paul. So now, like I had mentioned, Sheila would talk to Paul about this love triangle that he was in and just use different names, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, Paul obviously is invested in the love triangle. And you know how you ask, like, how's it going? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, Paul asked Sheila about Annalisa's murder. Like, because I think Annalisa was part of the love triangle or some shit like that. and Like, that she had explained to Paul. So Paul knew about Annalisa and then knew that she got murdered. So he, like, kept asking about it. And... It's speculated that Sheila felt like Paul might be a loose end if he ever found out about Nelson. Like, because if Paul finds out that Sheila and Nelson are having an affair, then she, he's going to put it together pretty instantly quick. Instantly going to know. Yeah. You've told Sheila, him everything. Yeah. Like, he's going to... Exactly. Like, thinly veiled everything. Exactly. And so she's like, ooh, I got to get rid of Paul. So that's... The prosecution speculates that that is the reason that she stabbed Paul instead of just breaking it off or whatever, is that he knew too much. Although he didn't know that he knew too much. He, he had no fucking idea until he got Jesus. stabbed. <laughs> yeah, but then even then, like, she just did this brutal murder on Annalisa. Like, how did she not commit with Paul, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But I guess also she had, um, like, after the murder with Annalisa, she had, like, banged up knuckles and scratches and stuff because it was such... A big altercation. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like Nelson never put it together or anything. Like she was there consoling him. And then later, Nelson ends up wearing a wire to like try to trap her or whatever. And she never confesses on the wire. She just says shit like, if I told you, it'd make my life really difficult or something. Cause he's like, I really wanna know. Like, what happened and like what led to these events? I really need to know everything. And she's like, if I told you all of the truth, then it would make my life harder. So she's not like, I I'd didn't have to stab you too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I didn't do it. She's yeah. She's like, I can't give you those answers because it'll make it hard for me, even though I want to, because I love you and your dick air in my apartment. Ugh. That's why she stabbed Paul,
1: this wow. is the speculation.
0: Nelson doesn't even know how close he came to being another loose end. Dude, what the fuck? Uh, the jury did come back and find her guilty of the murder of Annalisa, and she was sentenced to 50 years in prison to be served after she completed her sentence for the attempted murder of Paul. Okay. So her prison sentence ends in 2079, when she will be 110 years old. Oh, okay. And she is serving time at the Bedford Hills Correctional Facility for Women in Bedford, New York, in case anybody is wondering. Wow. Fucking- that- is crazy that's crazy l- literally like what the fuck but like I'm sorry that was so choppy i feel so bad now you're I'm doing l- great literally researched it right before this i feel like you crushed it hey, and thanks. uh that's insane i can't imagine the i don't know it's it's confidence to me like she's just like i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna do this thing. i'll take care of this i'll just you get know? rid of her what's yeah. crazy is like she was at work that morning too and she's like i'm just gonna go clock out to go fucking what's crazy is she the- went back to work uh, like, i know if i go to get lunch and realize i have to get gas do you know how hard it is <laughs> to go back to work <laughs> like I, come on i know right it's like a long lunch there yeah. my friend. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and if she had just gotten into an altercation. Oh, and then also she's Paul, out of fucking breath and stuff. Like, right. yeah, hey, let me go to the bathroom and clean up real quick. Paul did mention though that she had been extra depressed recently, and so that was like a point of contention in their marriage hmm. and stuff. Is that like she he noticed that her mental health was declining, and I don't know if she had a, a hankering for this or if this happened occasionally or whatever, and he knew about this or if this was one time thing, but he did mention that her mental health was declining. And it turns out that it started to decline the day after he she murdered Annalisa. So, I mean, that's a... That would have kind of an effect, I on guess. On your mental health. Yeah. Maybe. 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 It would have an Maybe. effect on you. Yeah. That's crazy. So she killed her because she was jealous. And then, and got then she sad was sad like, about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, no, I have to get rid of Paul because I've told him everything. I can't just go be with Nelson because then he'll know. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. It is. Yeah, you can't just go be with Nelson because, yeah, fucking cat's out of the bag, my friend. Oh, God. Unless you're going to wait, like, years and years and then be like, oh, that was forever. You know what's God. dumb, though, is she killed somebody and didn't even get the person that she was, like, literally doing that for. They like, never you, do. You <laughs> never do. Don't do it. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Except for that one case we told recently where they literally did, and they ran away, and they were living their whole life, and they got away with it. Yeah, but then she got sentenced to something. They did serve some time, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the only time, though. And if it's different now. It's so different. Don't do it. Don't kill people. Mm -mm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I love it. So if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to our social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, X, Facebook? Facebook. We have a Facebook group called The Goddamn pod group you guys should come join hang out with us you should also subscribe rate and review us on any of your listening devices that you use to listen to your podcast so that other people can find us mm-hmm. so that we get more stars because that is the currency in podcast land you can email us at gmail.com or snail mail us at po box 2764 spring valley california 91979 and you guys are awesome and i hope you know that I hope you do, too. Happy fucking St. Patrick's Day, which is a while away, but that's the only, you know, it's March now, motherfuckers. Baby girl keeps coming up to me and going, are there mustaches on my face? And I'll go, no. And she'll go, okay. (laughs) She afraid a leprechaun will draw one on when she's sleeping or some shit? Yeah, they did at daycare last year. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she knows that St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and and she's like, what's that? And I was like, it's where the leprechauns come out. And she was like, the ones that drew mustaches on me? Are there mustaches on my face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want to do that to my kids. Yeah. I realized. My kid I think was it's like, like, what the Sunday? fuck's a leprechaun? <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I'm not doing it right. <laughs> we did, like, leprechaun traps and stuff last year. They have them at Target right now in, like, the dollar bin. That's literally what my kid was looking at when he was like, oh. what, what's a leprechaun trap? And I was like, you know, to trap a leprechaun? I never did any of this shit growing up. I should get that. I didn't either. My yeah. parents were like, yeah. And you're Irish. Deal with it. <laughs> Eat a fucking potato. Be fucking sad. Yeah. Wear a wool sweater. Be an alcoholic. goddammit. it! Yeah. Fight everybody. And I was like, okay, you got it. Yeah, no. They're like, he was like, what's a leprechaun trap? But I'm like, you know, like the leprechauns. And then I didn't know what else to say. I'm like, you know, the ones that have pots of gold at the end of rainbows. You know, the little guys with the orange beards. And I have fucking no idea pats? what the purpose of a leprechaun is. Green top hats. Like tomfoolery. <laughs> That's, that is their purpose. Is mischief. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I didn't know what to say. And then I just kept pushing the cart, and he was like, oh, keep up yeah fucking figure it out bro I don't know St. Patrick's Day you wear green That's life's I a moving <laughs> yeah you get a chocolate coin if you're lucky <laughs> oh god I never got shit for St. Patty's yeah I just wore green so I didn't get pinched yeah anyway. we wore green and then my mom would just be like you're Irish you don't have to wear green and then if you didn't she'd pinch you and if she did if you did she'd pinch you it didn't fucking matter it was That's just true. a pinchy holiday it is a pinchy holiday yeah what a weird tradition It's weird Enjoy your weird tradition, guys. Bye. I can't hear myself. It's weird. Bye.